I'm uh, not doing well right now, Wiz. Uh, it's Thursday. You saw some brightly breaking news about uh, <laughs> about Debo Samuel, and you have him in a, uh, in a in our dynasty league. So I guess you're gonna have a, <clears throat> a decision to make uh, with that. Uh, One dollar I have him for, and Debo Samuel is expected to miss the next three to four months with a broken foot. He broke it in a workout with players on uh, Tuesday, and apparently as we sit here right now, he's being operated on. So, uh, no, I'm not in a good mood at the moment, so that's uh, kind of annoying. He was expected to be the number one wideout in uh, San Fran, and... uh, this is why you got to pay attention to what's going on. And uh, as we know, football is a constantly evolving game. This is Guru and the Wiz again, uh, joining you for our team summaries. And we're on our way through the NFL. Uh, this is time for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and again, news like this is going to keep coming. Um, I don't even know what to say. Uh, how are you doing anyway? <laughs> yeah, hanging, hanging in there. Not so bad. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the, uh, <clears throat> the Buffalo Bills. I know... Uh, you like them as a team. I think um, we talked about the uh, wagers on uh, on teams under and over his wings. You have them uh, up uh, upending the uh, Patriots' run uh, in that in that AFC East division. Uh, so uh, why don't you uh, start it off and talk about from the uh, top there, uh, quarterback Josh Allen? Yeah, so Josh Allen, uh, you know, when you look at him statistically, when you look at his yard uh, and and from both passing and um, rushing perspective, first off, you, you don't realize how prolific a rusher Josh Allen actually has become and, and what a big part of the offense he's become in that part of the game. And sometimes I don't think it's necessarily planned, um, but, you know, Josh <laughs> – he had 631 rushing yards in his rookie year. Last year, he went down to 510. He's got 17 rushing touchdowns in two years. So he is a big weapon in that in that run game. And, you know, he's a big guy, but he still gets it down the field very, very well as in terms of his rushing skills. I think... I think he needs to improve passing-wise. He's, he's a bit inconsistent, and this is his third year in the league, so he's got to make that next step up, I would say, both in terms of production and, and efficiency. I think he's got a really excellent receiving core around him this year. You know, and that, that probably can't be said that it was the case, certainly not in his rookie year. It improved last year, but you know, I, I like the trio that he's going to be throwing to. So Josh Allen is definitely a candidate that, for, for an improvement, and I think probably very worthy of being a top 10 selection, you know, at the quarterback position. Well, I see it differently. Um, I think he's kind of like the uh, AFC's version of, um, of James Winston. I think he's a much better fantasy football quarterback than he is an NFL quarterback. Um, he's still a relatively young player, uh, you know, like you said, entering his third season. So still give him that. I don't like his decisions. I don't like some of the throws he makes. Um, he's wildly inaccurate and, and his decision-making, like I said, is, 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 is 
is certainly questionable. And and the Bills, the way they play, they 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 lend themselves to being in these games that seem to always be tight because that's you know the way they play with their good defense and their run game. You know now they got dig, so maybe they'll open up a little more offense. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not in the corner of Josh Allen. I think he's a good fantasy quarterback, but I'm just not so certain about him down the stretch in the big situation against a good team um, with his decision-making and some of his inaccurate throws. So I think we have a little bit, bit of a, a difference um, as far as as far as far Josh Allen is concerned. Uh, I'm not sure if that was in the thinking when the Bills drafted Jake Fromm this year, but, you know, I think this is, this is a, I think we both can agree that this is a crucial year for Josh Allen because if he's going to be that guy, this is the year where he's got to take them. I mean, there's a real chance that they should win that, you know, can win that division and make a little bit of a run in the playoffs, certainly. Uh, so would you agree that this is kind of like, you know, you know, do a die time for Josh Allen. Like he, he's got to like step his game up. Oh yeah. So certainly from a contractual situation, the bills are going to make decisions on that. This is when you make a decision, whether you're going to extend the player or not. And he has to make that step up in, 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 in the passing game without a doubt. And then, you know, you mentioned Diggs. he gets, he gets a bonafide one receiver. You know, I really liked their receiving core last year in terms of production. They did well, but, you know, now you add digs to it, and obviously it'll diminish some of the other returns from the other players. But, you know, he's got, a, he's got weapons at his disposal, so he's, got a, he's definitely got to take that next step up. I agree. Uh, so we'll, we'll have to see if he does. I'm not so certain. You seem to be a little bit more confident in him. But we'll, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. And, you know, the, the, the Bills... Um, you know, the good news for Singletary is there, you know, seeing that there, there was no one else uh, to, you know, get in his way until draft when the Bills uh, drafted Zach Moss. Zach Moss. So I guess the question remains is, you know, the, the, similar, the similarity to me in terms of the players' ability against each other on the same team to me, it's similar to what's going on with, we'll get to uh, a little bit down the road with Kerryon Johnson and DeAndre Swift, where, you know, you're not quite sure, they're kind of like even in talent. So talk to me a little bit about, um, and talk to everyone, what you feel about Singletary Moss. Do you still clearly see a Singletary? Can you see a split? Can you see a 1 1 A type thing? How does it relate to fantasy value for both running backs, do you think? So, so now you have two young running backs. Last year, you know, Singletary had the benefit of a guy like Frank Gore being in town, and, um, and he was nicked up a lot last year. I like the way Singletary finished the season. Uh, for sure, you know, his, his production, his touches, uh, the playoff game, he caught the ball a lot more. So, you know, he comes into this season off a high note in terms of fantasy production. Um, you know, how he staves off Zach Moss. And, you know, we know the rookies uh, are definitely a little bit more challenging this year because they're not going to get the same preparation as they normally would because of the, you know, the, the pandemic that we're going through. So, you know, at least to start the season, it'll be Singletary's show probably a little bit more so as, as Moss eases into the system. But Moss was a very talented player in college, and I think they, they, they went out and got the player. We both know that 
it's not too frequent uh, on, on most teams in the NFL that they're looking to feed one guy consistency consistently. So could it, you see this definitely being a two-thirds, one-thirds, 60-40 type split? Absolutely, and I'd probably lean towards that more than anything, uh, especially this year in a year where, you know, you're probably going to want to try to save players. And, you know, we also mentioned this, you know, players are going to, you know, once we get into the season, players are going to go down with this flu, and it's you just don't know when it's going to hit you. You know, Buffalo's going to play a lot of cold-weather games that we know, especially later in the season. Um, it's funny, they do like to, their, set, their base offense is going to be 11 personnel, um, but one of these guys is going to be on the field all the time, and I think, you know, and, and especially if one of them goes down, Boy, the other's going to be really productive. So I think I, I think this team still wants to do damage with their backfield. They were one of the top rushing teams in the NFL. I think they ranked number three in explosive plays. Uh, the, their yards per carry was almost five yards a carry. So, yeah, I, I, I like the way Singletary finished the year, so I had a lot of confidence, a little bit less so because of Moss's there. But I don't expect, like I said, most teams to have one guy toting the rock all the time. So you, you think uh, Singletary gets the majority, but you still think both running backs can and will have some sort of fantasy value going into these, and certainly Singletary. Yep, yep, absolutely, yep. All right, I'll move on to the wide receivers. You you, lo- you love the receivers on the Bills. You you, you love these guys. You, you have, like, I don't know, you, you really, you know, I think can be a Buffalo Bills fan secretly. You, 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 love, you love Cole Beasley. You love Smokey Brown. I think you like Diggs as well. So, you know, you're you're a fan of these the Bills, these receivers. So, tell us a little bit about the Bills receivers. Well, you know, when when uh, when Dallas uh, didn't decide to re-sign Cole Beasley, and the Bills picked him up. You know, we know what Beasley did for a couple of his seasons in Dallas. He was really effective in the slot, and I think he showed you in his first year in Buffalo. He had almost 800 yards receiving, 67 catches. I think six or seven touchdowns. You know, Smokey Brown was definitely a guy I liked going into last season, and he produced. He had a thousand yard season. He was the number one receiver there. Certainly now I expect that number to drop a bit, but I think a lot of the production of this group is contingent on Josh Allen making that step up. And, you know, the one thing that's going to be interesting to watch is we know that your Minnesota Vikings always had to deal with a very, very temperamental Stefan Diggs in Minnesota, uh, calling out his quarterback, the play calling, all that sort of stuff. So you wonder how it goes down now that he's with a new team. You know, we, I expect him to be the number one guy, but certainly on paper when I look at this group together, you know, it's a very, very, very solid group for a wide receiver th- uh, threesome. Yeah, so similar to, you know, we talked about some of these running backs with 1-1-A. You know, how do you, how do you feel? I mean, we'll get into specific position rankings uh, when August rolls around. But, you know, what do you, how do you feel when you look at Diggs and John Brown? Because it seemed like, you know, every fantasy prognosticator with the Vikings receivers, they wouldn't know what to do with Diggs at field. So they would just like rank them 13 and 14th or 9th and 10th or 17 and 18th. Like, so you look at Brown and Diggs, you know, I, I think they're very close in terms of talent. I think Diggs may be a little bit better, but Brown has the advantage of playing with Josh Allen. So going into the season, is that like a very, very close 1-1-A, one guy, an edge? How, how, do you, how do you view the two Bill receivers? 
I think, you know, as you said, he had the benefit. Brown had the benefit of being with him last year. So I think that's chemistry is not going to be lost. We know that Beasley is the safety blanket. Um, there wasn't unbelievable production from the tight end spot. And the team likes to play from 11 personnel. So I, I do think this. I don't think Diggs or John Brown will be in the top 20 in terms of by the time the season's over. Uh, and I think going into the season, I don't think they'll be ranked that high. So I think they both rank kind of around, like I'd say Diggs is probably around 20th, I think, going into the draft. I'd say John Brown's probably somewhere between 30 and 35. I think a lot of people expect John Brown to take a, a significant step back. I think it makes sense when you bring in a player like, like Diggs, but I'd be very careful about that because of the chemistry that was built last year. Yeah, I'll tell you, somebody who better who needs to be careful is Josh Allen. If When he starts throwing the ball eight feet over Diggs' head, what the, what, what's going to happen in those post-game press conferences? Because um, <laughs> you know that Diggs, you know, when he's not happy, he's not very subtle about it. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. It's, it's very, very interesting to see because, you know, the Bills kind of have, like, these running backs that are kind of close in talent. They have these now two lead receivers that are kind of close in talent. And uh, I guess we just uh, tight end and I know you're also a fan of Dawson Knox a young tight end who is among these tight ends that we keep talking about over and over um, uh, the depth of the tight end position so uh, do you think you know Dawson Knox probably not going to be an elite top 10 top 12 guy but I mean do you see him being a good bye week tight end for instance yeah he's going to be a bye week guy I don't think he's in the class of some of the others that we kind of talked about at the position so I, I think he's a little bit more of an afterthought um you know, again, he was a rookie last year, so I expect him to take that next step up. And what does that next step up mean? And, you know, if the quarterback does, you know, we could maybe see this player catch 40 balls instead of like the 25 balls that he caught last year and maybe get that number clo closer to five or 600 yards as opposed to 400 yards. So I think he was dealing with an injury a little bit last year as well. So, you know, this is not a place where I'm going to run to for a tight end at all. Um, no question about it. I know they, they picked up that kid last year who was expected to be the starter from Cincinnati, and that was Tyler Croft, and, and, and he never got on the field last year because he was hurt. So, But I wouldn't be looking to the Bills for, for significant tight end production. I think they have a lot of talent in both the running back and the receiving core, and I think that's where most of the fantasy production will come from. Yeah, I, I think I think that's right. I mean, I think if you know the Bills got four hundred, five hundred yards, I think they'd be very, very happy with that from from Dawson Knox. And uh, I guess uh, you know the defense. Um, you know, teams are improving in that division. Um, you know, the Patriots obviously lost Brady and not so potent. But you know, the the, the Dolphins and Jets last year, their offenses at, at times were very, very poor, and the Bills' defense really took advantage of that. But I know you really like the Bills' defense, so uh, when, when you're looking at defense special teams this year, uh, are, are the Bills going to be one of the teams that you're going to be looking at? Uh, you know, I think they play in a division, first off, that I don't think is going to have a lot of offensive explosions this year. So that's six games right there. Um, they, they were really, really solid through most of the year. I think one situation that will have to be watched um, in the offseason, Ed Oliver got himself uh, in, into some trouble. So I think that's one thing that you want to look at. Um, but, but this is a very talented defense. They added A.J. Epinesa in the draft. Um, I, I like this defense. They have a good secondary as well. So, I, yeah, I definitely think this is a top 10 defense coming into the season. 
Um, I think I think the kicking situation here is an interesting one to watch because they this team drafted a kicker. If the offense takes a step up, Stephen Hauschka is a you know a very solid NFL kicker. I think the one disadvantage is like we talked about they 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 play in cold weather. But I saw some videotape of this kid that they drafted, Tyler Bass. This guy was kicking fifty yard field goals from a standing position. Um, and they also have that crazy, uh, I think he's a Norwegian guy who's a punter slash kicker that bounced around a couple of rosters. I forget the guy's the Vikings, name. Vikings, right? Yeah, he's, he's on this team too. So I, I don't know. I mean, I know there's a lot of teams trying to figure out their kicking situation. Uh, you know, Hauschka's a good kicker. I, I didn't see it being an issue, but there are currently three kickers on that roster. Kev, I'd be for the Vikings. But so uh, somebody's got to explain to me, I, I wish somebody can explain to me what the Bills did with their kicker. Okay. Before the start of last season, they they extended Hausker and they signed him through 2021. Okay. He had he's I think he's kicked three seasons with the Bills. I think in three seasons he may have missed two extra points. He's pretty good field goal percentage. They signed him for two years. Fast forward to this past year's draft, the Bills have seven draft picks, and with their six-round pick, they took a kicker. What, 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 what gives there? Yeah, what, I, what, 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 what's going to happen there? I don't understand it. I do not understand it. But, you know, again, you, you talk about preparation. You have to watch the situation. I don't know why they did it. But, you know, we expect this team to move up offensively, um, you know, and uh, it's a situation that definitely bears watching. Very, very, very strange. If he don't see Tauschka, you could guarantee that Tauschka is going to land somewhere. So keep an eye on that one. I mean, especially, like, if Tauschka, like, ends up with the Patriots. Uh, you know, Gaskowski's gone. So there's some moving parts with that. It's an unusual – I'd like some clarity to what the Bills organization was thinking there, that they changed their mind after they – extended a kicker, he had a pretty good year, and then you use one of your crucial draft picks and take another kicker. So the thing seems odd to me, but, you know, a lot of things seem odd to me these days. So we'll <laughs> see how it goes. And uh, anything else you wanted to add on to the Bills, or that's no, about it? No, that's going to be it for me. Uh, nothing further to add. We're going to be back with our next two teams. Uh, uh, Carolina and Chicago will be on tap. But uh, this was fun uh, doing a couple episodes today and we got the ravens done so go listen to that one guru and the whiz talk fantasy football thanks whiz right you got it